Hey, my name is Katie Pijanowski, and I'm a certified life coach and motivational speaker, and I'm here to help you unlock your true strengths so you can create the life of your dreams. I teach you my best tips to master your mindset, create confidence, and empower yourself to take back your life. It's your time. This is the Mind and Body Strong Podcast. Hey everybody, this is Katie Pijanowski. I am a certified health and life coach and I had something on my heart for actually probably a week and I figured it was time to come on here and share it. I'm just kind of starting getting back into doing Facebook Lives. This will also be on the podcast, but today's topic, if you saw the description, is three ways to shift out of judgment and move into compassion. I really felt that this topic was very important because with everything going on in the world, I know that I myself, as someone who struggles with feeling very stressed, feeling very anxious, I started to have a lot of judgmental thoughts um, about everything going on because as someone who's an empath as well, when the world feels chaotic, when people around me feel chaotic and their emotions are all astray, I internalize that as my own. And so I am aware of that and when judgment starts to show up and that can look like judging someone else for what they're wearing or what they're looking or what they're choosing to say. Judgment can really come up in many, many different forms and we all do it as human beings. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but it is a really great opportunity to notice where judgment might be coming up in your life and to then look back and see where you might be actually needing to address that issue that you're judging on in yourself. Judgment is always a mirror for what we need to actually look within ourselves for. So when I find myself in that space of judgment now, I say, okay, Katie, there's probably something else here. And I hit the journal and really start unraveling all of that stuff that's going on. And it's taken a lot of years of awareness to really do that. I feel like awareness is one of the key things for any kind of transformation you're trying to go through. It's one of the first things I work on with my one-on-one clients. And it's the one of the first things that I do myself. So how do we shift from judgment if we're feeling judgment towards ourselves even or towards the world or other people? How do we shift that? so that we can come into this place of compassion. So what does compassion even mean? I wrote myself some notes here because I really want to make sure that I'm saying everything that was on my heart. So I actually did a Google search on what is compassion? What does that even mean? And the Google search that popped up said, compassion means sympathetic consciousness of others' distress together with a desire to alleviate it. That's a powerful definition. I'm gonna read it again. So compassion is defined as the sympathetic consciousness of others' distress together with a desire to alleviate it. So essentially, a compassionate person is someone who can be a witness of someone else's pain and actually step into that with them and kind of help alleviate it with them. 
So compassion wouldn't look like diverting the conversation somewhere else or not acknowledging someone's feelings and saying, you might not exactly know how they feel, but say, I, I hear you saying this and it's making you feel this. Like, tell me more about that. That's being compassionate. That's allowing people space to feel their emotions, right? So that's, that's where compassion could look like between two different people. Compassion towards yourself could look like just giving yourself a break when you're really stressed at work and haven't been able to get a lot done. I'm talking about myself. <laughs> I have so many requests that I have to deal with at my full-time job. And sometimes I can get very judgmental of myself because I hold very high standards for myself. And when I find that thought and I can shift it and really say, you know, I'm gonna get this done one task at a time. That's how I'm showing compassion towards myself. So I do actually have three different ways that I'm gonna share with you and I'll kind of explain a little bit more of those and how they might look. So the first one of shifting from judgment to compassion, the first one I have here is lead with your heart and not your head. So this is a really good one, especially for my friends out there who might be empathetic, who might try to logic their way out of feeling emotions. Because oftentimes when we grow up, we are very much taught by society, our parents, our peers, that showing emotion is weakness and that we need to stuff all those things down and not feel them. I myself am guilty of this. And it's I've spent the last year and a half trying to allow myself that compassion to feel those emotions that are coming up, to recognize where I'm holding them in my body and to express them. So that way I can move through them. So when we try to be in our head too much about things going on in the world or the judgment we might be feeling or the emotions that we're feeling in our body and not recognizing, when we're trying to logic our way out of that, it's just never gonna really work because your body is very intuitive and we need to actually drop down in and allow ourselves to actually like feel what's going on in our bodies. This is something that my coach helps me with because I, my brain likes to go towards logicking your way through everything. Like, let me just, like if she asks me, how do you feel? I'm like thinking about it in my head. She's like, no, no, no. I need you to drop down into your body. Where are you feeling it? And I'm like, oh, because my brain is one that's designed to logic through life because I've been so programmed to move away from emotions. So this is something that maybe you might even not have awareness to yet, and that is totally okay. But you might feel it by just feeling misalignment in your life. When you're not leading with your heart, that's where the misalignment, that resistance might come up. It just signifies that maybe you're not fully expressing yourself. Maybe you're not really allowing yourself to fully feel your emotions or to address something that might be going on in your life. And it's, again, nothing to be judgmental of or to be ashamed about it's a fantastic opportunity for us to really explore what's going on within us and that's always where we want to come back to is like what's going on within how can we lead back to our heart so that we can learn what this resistance is trying to teach us or learn what this emotion is trying to be there for even if it's a negative emotion i truly truly believe that it does have a positive intention otherwise it wouldn't be there so i really ask you to question where you might be needing to grow from that. What, what might you need to let go of in order to come back to leading with your heart 
Um, maybe you just need to take a five minute break and just breathe and allow yourself to step back from whatever you're doing or whatever you're thinking and just allow yourself to think about breathing and then come back to yourself. That's something that I do personally almost every day. <laughs> I find that when I'm very anxious and stressed and in my head, that it's almost like I'm suffocating myself and I'm not breathing. So breathing is a really good thing to do to come back to leading with your heart. Another thought that I wrote down for this step or this um, tool, I guess, the number um, for leading with your heart and not your head is love is the least resistant path. We often think that everything in life has to be a struggle. Another thing that we're taught, it's just a thought, we get to change it. So what if we decided love is the path of least resistance? I'm always going to go towards love. I actually have a board right up here at my desk that I look at every day that says I choose love every day. And I'm not saying that I'm perfect at it because I'm definitely not. I've been programmed my whole life to move away from it. But that is something that I really wanted to, to voice because love really is the least resistant path. And we can just move through that and allow it to be easy. Isn't that cool? Isn't that a fun concept? And make it about others. Don't try to fix it. So that's how you lead with your heart. Remember how I said before we started getting into this that compassion doesn't look like trying to divert the conversation somewhere else when someone is sharing their emotions or they're voicing their opinion. It's acknowledging how they're feeling, whether it's anger or sadness, acknowledging it and asking them to continue to explain more and to step into that place with them and maybe even hold on to some of that for them so that they can work through it. We don't need to fix people. People are very capable of change. They have everything inside of them they need in order to make those amazing changes. Every single one of you listening to this has what it takes. You don't need fixing. Sometimes we just need someone to be compassionate and be there with us and experience and witness what we're going through so that we can then find our way out, okay? Awesome. Number two, root yourself in responsibility and connection. Own, on, own up to your mistakes. This is all about non-judgment as well because oftentimes where we find that we're suffering in our lives or we're experiencing resistance or negative emotion is when we're not just taking responsibility for what we get to control. So let me refresh you if you're new to listening to my videos or my podcast that the, only, the things you get to control are your thoughts, aka the way you think, you get to control how you feel, regardless of if you feel that's true or not right now. You get to control your actions, and whether you believe it or not, you get to control your results, my friend. You get to control that. The only thing you don't get to control is circumstances in your life, aka the coronavirus, aka the riots going on in the whole world right now. You don't get to control that, but you do get to control how you respond to it. If we're always in this state of reacting to things happening in our life, we're never going to find this path of least resistance, which is love. If we can just sit back and allow the world to do what it's doing and to control our, our reaction, and if we, are, if we are triggered by what's going on, that's another opportunity for us to look within because there's probably something that needs to be healed. And that's okay too. So... Take responsibility for what you get to control 
if you're speaking unkindly to someone, if you are judgmental, ask yourself why. Just be non-judgmental towards yourself in those moments and ask what you could do to step back and allow yourself to experience whatever's going on or to heal whatever's going on for you. And if you need to, ask for help. Sometimes having someone else witness your experience and say back to you what you're saying can really bring a lot of light to what you're going through. Because like I said, we all have the resources and tools within us to create massive change in our lives. Sometimes we need that guide. And we're too close to the problem to actually see what's going on. I know that's true for me. Let me know in the comments if that's true for you. If you're too close to your problems to even see them sometimes, it's okay. Again, this is a non-judgmental zone right here. We are just building awareness and compassion. Okay, so number three, turn on empathy. Empathy, my friends. Again, this is going back to stepping into someone's experience, allowing them to experience and feel whatever they get to feel because guess what? You don't get to control how someone else, is, how someone else feels or what they think about you or the world or anything. You get to control your reaction, your response, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your results. You get to control that. And that is powerful. That is freedom right there. When you recognize that you have so much more control in your life than you actually think, things get really good. Things get really good when you take responsibility and you turn on that empathy. Okay, so I also put for turn on empathy, pause and put yourself in their shoes and embody their experience. A lot of times when we actually take that time to step into someone else's shoes and to allow ourselves to fully embody the emotions and experiences someone else might be going through, it can really allow us to show more compassion for them because we're physically might be experiencing it. So in the case of the riots and everything with Black Lives Matter, I had to ask myself as a white female, how might I feel if I stepped into the shoes of a black woman's life? I would probably feel very scared. I would feel very threatened. And, you know, how am I going to help other people through that? You know, like how whatever experience they're having right now is perfectly okay. Like that's the, the place I'm coming from. And I'm taking the time to step back and say, you know what? I don't have that experience in my life. I don't have that. But what I can do is take the time to step into that and imagine what it could feel like or listen to other leaders who are sharing what their experience is. And I think that is a really, really beautiful thing when you're able to do that and say, you know, I might not have ever experienced that, but tell me more about how that feels. Tell me more about the thoughts that go on in your head when you have this circumstance happen. And really just get to that place so I also wrote down for this one, when we are numb, we also numb the positive. So this is something that I also thought was very important to share because when we're numbing ourselves, and oftentimes this could be experienced through overeating, it could be experienced through drinking, it could be experienced through just avoiding. Um, one thing I do when I'm avoiding or trying to numb is I just sleep a lot. I'm tired all the time. That's one of the, the things that I do to divert from feeling. But the thing about numbing ourselves from negative feelings is we also numb the positive. So you need to really ask yourself that. If you want to experience the positive, joyful, amazing, wonderful emotions that you get to experience in this life, 
you also have to be open to experiencing the really negative, shitty, awful ones. And guess what? You can handle that. You are a human being. Your body is built and designed to handle the vibration, which is emotion, and to allow it to pass through you and you don't have to hold on to it. It's an amazing experience when you can do that and learning to sit with your emotions. Sit with your emotions and sit in the witness of others experiencing emotions. Now, this is something myself also that I will say I'm not perfect at, but every single day I try to open myself up more to how can I be there for myself and allow myself to experience whatever I might, I might be experiencing. How can I be there for others and help them by just witnessing their experience and not changing them? That, my friends, is how we show compassion. So to review, three ways to shift towards judgment. I don't know why I did it like this. If, you, if you've never been to, the, to Europe, they actually count starting um, like this. Like we always count with our pointer finger and then we put our middle finger up and then we put our thumb up, right? Isn't that kind of funny? I did a whole experiment when I was in France with my study abroad program. In France, they count like this or they hold up three like this. Maybe I'm channeling the fact that I need to go back to the European countries. Anywho's, we're reviewing the three things to shift out of judgment to compassion. Number one, lead with your heart and not your head. Number two, root yourself in responsibility and connection. And number three, turn on empathy. I want to end with a really great quote from one of my favorite thought leaders, Brene Brown. She's incredible. I love everything she does. She says, compassion is not a relationship between the healer and the wounded. It's a relationship between equals. Only when we know our own darkness well can we be present with the darkness of others. Compassion becomes real when we recognize our shared humanity. Incredible. I love everything Brene Brown does. She talks a lot about vulnerability, compassion, shame, all of that stuff. If you haven't checked out her stuff, look her up on YouTube or buy her book. She's incredible. So I hope you guys got something from this. If this really spoke to you today, what I had to share, and you want to go deeper into experiencing moving away from judgment, going to compassion, or just changing your life in any big major way, I want to invite you to send me a message and apply for one of my one-on-one -on -one discovery calls. And let's map out what's going on in your life. Let's look at all the different areas. Let's create a plan together to move you there. All right? So send me a, a direct message. You can go to my website. Let's set up a call. All right. I love you guys. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Mind and Body Strong podcast. You are what makes this movement and message possible. If you loved this episode, share it with a friend, a coworker, a family member, or take a screenshot and share it on your favorite social media platform and tag Mind and Body Strong. To learn more about coaching and courses to help you take your journey to the next level, visit mindandbodystrong.com.